Good morning, fellow streakers. I am Jeff. And I am Jamie. And we are here to talk to you about streaking. Because we love streaking. We love streaking. The true definition of streaking, though, is... The simple practice of making conscious, consistent actions in your life that will have life-changing results. So what we're going to do in our conversation with you today is talk a little bit. The title of our show today is Streaking is Not Busyness. And so that's where we're going to be talking about today. But to start that off, I think we have a little bit of a story that we're going to tell you. So welcome. We're glad to have you. Hopefully you'll enjoy the conversation today. Yes, we will. So the co- the story that we want to start with is an interesting one. It happened to Jamie. What We had all the kids at home. Uh, I, I mean, no one had moved out yet. Yeah, so we right? had all seven kids at home. All seven kids at home. And you were doing some painting. You know what? I was I was going out on a limb. And this was before... Well, I don't know if it was trendy or not, but I was painting my baseboards black and all of my doors in my house black. And the the doors I loved being black. They turned out really great. The baseboards I was unsure about, um, but I was in up in our loft area and I had painted all of the baseboards and I had finished up pretty much and had left the paint out Um in that room. Yeah. So it's a great big loft area that has its great big room. It's open, it's open. has a television on the side and you it's know, kind it's of just where a place kids, where all the kids would play. Yeah, the kids would gather. So right there, you can probably see where this story is going because maybe, I had a two year old, <laughs> I had a two year old little boy and he had been watching me paint chance, Mr. Chance, Mr. Chance. He'd been watching me paint this whole week. And I, I, I'm trying to remember, I just remember. So well, and he'd watched you, I mean, do a lot of different things. Right. For example. Open the paint. Open the paint. Close the Close paint. Close the paint. Because, you know, you use the little opener to open the lid off the paint. And then I use a hammer right. to hammer the lid back on. And he'd been watching us do all of these things. All of it. Yeah. Across the board. And so he came in this one day. And I'm trying to, I, I, I don't remember how he told me. <laughs> Well, I think what had happened, too, is you had just finished one of the baseboard paintings. And by the way, they looked fantastic. You had just finished all the baseboard painting, and so you had left the cans of paint. You but know. I had put the lid on them. Yeah, you put the lid like on, I but they were... It's not like I left them they, out. They yeah, were, I was cleaning up. I was done. Yeah, you were done with it, and they were in the middle of the floor mm-hmm. of the loft room. And I just hadn't taken them downstairs back to right. where they and went. And so yet. you had gone in and probably were washing a paintbrush or something like that. And I come out, and I'm trying to remember if Chance said something, but he said something about the paint. Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, the paint. And so I walk into that room. I'll forever remember this part of it because I'll walk, I walk into this room that has carpet and in the middle of the floor is the paint can and it's tipped on its side and there is black paint and it's not just a little bit of black paint. It is like half the can, which is a gallon, half a gallon of black paint on the floor <laughs> and and I, 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 I look at it and I'm like, what happened? Now you have a choice at this moment. <laughs> I mean, do you as a mother lose it or do you understand it? Or are you just in so much shock you didn't even know what to do? So at first I was in complete shock and going through my, in my brain, I'm like, what happened? What were you doing? And Chance in his cute little voice was told me he was helping. I was opening the cant and paint. And then as he was trying to open it, it tipped over. So then he, you know, picked it up and tried to fix it. And it was interesting. So 
being a more seasoned mom at this point. Because this is number seven. This so just give a little bit of a backdrop. If you're new to the show, um, Jamie and I have seven children, and it's been a life full of absolute busyness. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on. But this was this is number seven. And so you've had a little bit of experience by this point in time. And at this point, that experience kicked in. And I recognized that this is not something that happens all the time. And that I can get mad and I can cry and I can freak out. But in the end, there's still a puddle of black paint on my floor. And so I took a minute to try and clean it up. I went downstairs, you guys, and I got a big spoon. And I started scooping the paint back in. And it was, I mean, it was just one of those moments where I sat on the couch and thought, this is, there's no coming back from this. That's, I remember sitting on the couch and thinking, you can't come back from the amount of black paint that on, is on this carpet. There's no fixing this. All right. I just need to say right here and now, Jamie had always wanted to replace the carpet in the loft room. I think this was a grand was a conspiracy. Diabolical plan to get the two-year-old it, it to make was, it happen. It was. I know it was. It wasn't something that you know the two-year-old actually did. You said, Chance, I'm going to leave right here. Don't touch the paint. Here's the opener. Here's the opener. Don't touch this <laughs> at all. No, no, it was a total surprise. Yeah, it I was know, a completely. surprise. However, being a more seasoned mom at this point, I did have the wherewithal to recognize that these kind of moments don't happen all the time and that they are memorable, that they 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 are memorable. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped. And after, after I realized that trying to clean this was going to be completely futile, I stopped and I just went and grabbed my camera and I took pictures and then I took a video and I asked Chance all about it. Mm-hmm. What were you doing? Oh, you were trying to open the paint. How were you doing that? And he went and got the little opener and was telling me all about how he was going to open it and then how he had his own little hammer and how he was going to close the lid when he was all done. So anyway, it was it was it was a great opportunity for me to recognize in that moment where the importance lied, mm. which was I wasn't going to fix the carpet. And do you know what I I never. I, I just, so what I did is I actually just cut that whole square out. It was probably like a five by five square Mm -hmm. of the carpet and the Mm -hmm. mat underneath. Mm -hmm. I just cut it with one of those Ignacto knives and scooped it all up and threw it away. So we had a literally in the center of that room. Yeah. So the question is, why do we want to start with that story? I mean, that's what that's what we look at as far as the busyness of life. And when things are starting or happening, what we thought about is that was the it's a great metaphor to look at. There are so many things that are going on. And and it's it's not that you weren't paying attention to chance. It's just there's a lot of there's busyness lot that was on. happening. Mm-hmm. And he was there trying to help you and doing what a two-year-old does to help. And in the busyness of this, the question then is, you know, the thing, the person who you want to become, the person who you want to be, um, can be interrupted by all the busyness that might be going on. And, you know, the black the black uh, cans of paint that get spilled in your life metaphorically yes. that can set you off for the entire day. Because honestly, that could have been something that... And in the past, when I've had something similar, you know, a situation where where a child draws on the, on the, on the wall with crayon or things that you look at and you're like, this is going to be a real pain to fix. Well, or I've I mean, you look mad. at it, purple paint on the white carpet. I mean, you had that one or that was, muddy feet that going all the way paint, up. That was fingernail polish. Fingernail polish. Purple fingernail polish on the white carpet. On the white carpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, kids that you just bought them their brand new school clothes. And what did they do? They went and 
played outside in the mud in them yes. or or painted in them or any number of different things that are going on. Writing your name in Sharpie any, on the wall. Any cans of black paint that have been spilled in your life can cause this place where you go to an emotional difficult, difficult place right. where it's hard. And therefore, doing these things, that these activities that we call in streaking that are aimed at hopefully who you want to become and who you want to be can start to, I don't know, it can can seem like busyness. I yes, mean, can they or can they not? And that I, mean, was, is that... I had someone ask me one time, how is streaking not just another to-do list? Mm-hmm. And and I thought, what a great question. And I think we're asking that same question today is, last time we talked about that maybe the solution isn't additive, that maybe your solution is subtractive, that sometimes you look at it and, because I don't know if you remember, but we talked about that, that this article that talked about that as humans, we have a bias towards additive solutions. Mm-hmm. In other words, when we want to improve something, when we want to fix something, where we go to is what do I need to add? Yeah. And and that has created this culture kind of, of of busyness. And so the article was talking about how can we recognize that bias and maybe look at things and say, maybe I need to subtract something from this situation. Right, right. And so how is streaking a way to subtract how is it not just adding mm-hmm. busyness to your life mm-hmm. especially when and especially when we you know it's just a list of things that you have to do every day is what some people might think they're like how is this not being busy and uh, there's a couple of thoughts that I have about that but before we do that I wanted to cuz the question we asked at the end of the podcast last time was how you as a mother and your profession as a mother of many have been able to navigate this river of life that is filled with really flexibility. I mean, you've said many times as we've had different conversations that you've had to learn how to be flexible because you don't know what's going to happen through the day. Right. I mean, life turns on a dime. You know, speaking of chance, you're home, uh, you're going about your business. No, you You weren't home. You weren't home. You were driving. You were out and about. You were running errands probably for another child. And you get a phone call from one of your friends that says, hey, the school called Chance broke his arm. Yes. You know what? That's a great story, too, because I was actually on my way to get my other son tested. We had set up this big test to find out if he had dyslexia. So he had this big test that he was taking. And I was on my way to that test that we had had scheduled for three weeks when I get the call from a friend because the school couldn't get a hold of me that Chance had had injured his arm and probably broken it. And you're right. So immediately you're and, and I think everybody I mean, you had has, to immediately turn on a dime, figure out what you were going to do with Bowen. Mm-hmm. Bowen had to say you basically just said you had to call, cancel the test, go back, get chance, take chance to the hospital. And, it, you know, and little chance has this little bend in his arm where it shouldn't be bent. Right. And so the emotion of that is, OK, so did you do your streaks that day? Exactly. Do you do your streaks that day? Do you do you? Is that something you're thinking about? And you did. I did. I mean, that's the thing about it. But why? What What is it about that? Why, I mean, how is it not just more busyness? Why Why is it important that you continue to do those streaks? I mean, what is it about the streaks that you decided? Yeah, that's important for me to do. As I as I think about that, the the thing that I come back to is that when you are streaking, you are deciding who you want to be. You've taken some time to think about the kind of person you want to be and you've developed streaks around that. And as you're, so life is this constant process of becoming, whether we're consciously choosing to become or unconsciously choosing to become, 
we are having actions in our life and we are becoming based on the things that we are doing. Mm -hmm. And so as I think about streaking in those, those moments where life has taken a turn and am I still going to do these streaks? It's this exact reason that they need to be laughably simple for those times when it's crazy, Uh something crazy happens. But I also have come to really value and recognize that when life now those so so chances broken arm was more of a that was more of a dramatic experience where something happens and oh, you have to I think the can of black paint was a pretty dramatic but experience. But a different dramatic. The can of paint <laughs> no both. one was injured. Yeah, I know, but I think both were pretty I mean cuz both can send your emotions r- racing. Yes. I mean, yes, you worry about your son and you worry about his broken arm and absolutely and also, I mean to the top of the seeing a, a puddle of black paint in the middle of the floor that can send your emotions straight through the roof as well. That one's such a good visual because it is those times where it, it has become a word in our home where it's like there's the you know the black paint on the floor. It's come to represent the emotions that came along with that story. Right. And and so the thing that's great about streaking and that I think about especially as a mom because there are so many interruptions in my life that come in and and I believe that a lot of us, almost all of us, I think, face this same situation that you've got a plan and then there's these all these interruptions. Mm-hmm. And and there's two parts to that. It's learning to manage those interruptions, the ones that we can, but also there's times that, that you can't have managed that. You do have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Something happened and you have to deal with it. The thing that's great about streaking is that at the end of the day, I still have this this moment in time where I can sit and do something that is taking me to the person I want to be, mm-hmm. even though that something is small. Mm-hmm. And and so how is it not, because I've been thinking about this a lot, how is that different than just being busy? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do. I mean, it's... And, a, and why is it different? So I, I had a couple of thoughts on that. And it relates back to one of the things that you were talking about as far as how is it not just another task list? And it's not another task list because it's not something that I'm checking off to get done. There's a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. Yeah. And I'm just checking those things off. And that's great. And I, you know, we'll have many more tasks tomorrow and the next day. One and once they're done, they're done. So that's right. that's the task list. This is more the to-be list. And I think one thing as you were ta- talking is that that task list, sometimes it's stuff that we've said we have to do, but also a lot of times it's stuff that other people have said we need to do. Right. I, I mean, I think of the number of permission slips that you've had to sign mm-hmm. and the number of times you've had to go to the uh, school and how many times you've gone to the website checking homework, looking through, I mean, the website, checking homework and also filling with lunch money or whatever else right, needs to happen. These, those are all tasks. tasks. Mm-hmm. I don't think that those are contributing to you becoming who you want to be. It's more you being, you know, the mother, mm-hmm. the, the, having that profession and looking at it and saying, this is, these are the things that I need to do to do my job. Right. And that's, you know, and we all have that. We all have things that we need to do to do our jobs. Right. Whether it be personal, professional, physical, or spiritual, there's things that you do to do the job. Right. That are the tasks. Then there's the purposeful things that we're talking about here that are the streaks that I want to purposefully do because it's it's aiming me at who I want to be. And I was thinking that as you were talking about, you know, the can of black paint and, you know, the the spilled black paint 
in our lives. When we come across the spilled black paint in our lives, it's easy to let go of a routine. Mm -hmm. It's easy to let go of even a habit. Mm -hmm. It's easy to let go of a goal. It really is because those things are in the environment. They're, They're... susceptible to environmental changes. Now, that environmental change could be something emotionally, could be something outside, but they're subject to environmental change. Whereas a streak is not subject to environmental change in the sense that it's laughably simple and you're keeping a record that you're doing it and you're celebrating with a community. You are consciously saying, you know what, today has been a spilled black paint, uh, black paint day. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I'm, I'm going to simply write my sentence and be done. And I think as I was thinking about it, the, the black paint story, the reason that story is so memorable to me, aside from the fact that it was a big puddle of black paint and that you can't recover from it, was the ability in that moment to consciously choose how to decide to handle it. I felt more mature as a parent because I recognized... It just took a seven, folks. Seven. Some seven. people only need one, some two. Took me. We needed seven. We needed seven. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to... Sorry to the other six that are listening to this right now. We apologize and we thank you for your patience. It took me a while, but once I recognized that to be able to consciously decide how I wanted to respond to that situation, that's what streaking teaches us is that we are consciously choosing every day to have these things be a part of our life, these streaks that we've decided. And because it's a conscious choice, that empowers us in other areas of our lives to recognize how much ability we have to have a conscious choice. I also believe it gives us practice. Every day that you're doing your streaks, you're practicing being deliberate and conscious in your choices. You're practicing and becoming better at choosing purposely what you want to have be a part of your life. Even if it's at the smallest, simplest level, Mm -hmm. you're still consciously choosing to have that be a part of your life. I think that's why it's so hard to believe, honestly, is because you just, what you just said, as far as it's, even though it's at its smallest, simplest level, I was um, doing a keynote yesterday with an organization. And one of the comments that came in is, is it said, it's so simple. I want to start streaking today. It's this place where you get to where it's so simple and on the same note, you almost don't believe that because it's so simple that it's going to make any type of an impact. I feel like it's a double-edged sword. On the one side, you're like, it is simple, but that simplicity also comes back later to cause you questions where you're like, it's so simple. How can this possibly be making a difference? But it is in that simplicity. I I believe that that simplicity is truly the magic sauce. Which is because it drives the consistency. Yep. Which is really where all of this lies is to become who I want to be. I have to consistently be doing those things that will allow me to get there. So that is the key difference in the busyness aspect of it is that with all that we have available for us to be doing, Being busy is not a bad thing. Mm -mm. It means that you're engaging in your life. It means that you're being a part of it. It means you're saying yes to things. Mm -hmm. I think those are all good things. The challenge comes in that we can become overly busy, that we can start to think that by being busy, we are getting where we want to go. When in actuality, we may just be busy. We may just be doing a lot of things. Right. But that's not necessarily consciously choosing what we want to be doing. And so the streak is that moment in time every day 
where you are consciously choosing to to do that thing that you've that you've decided is important that's going to help you become who you want to be. Right. And when life is good, you can do a lot of it and and enjoy it and feel great about it. And when that. life is black paint or a broken arm, you can do a little bit of it and still feel some small sense of control over your life because you're still choosing this important thing to be a part of it. So yesterday Talon posted uh, on the blog, on the website streakingmastery.com Talon who's our chief marketing officer, fantastic individual, wonderful streaker. He uh, talked about the two magic words. And the two magic words in any streak are at least. Do at least one push-up. Do at least or write at least one sentence. He said those are the magic words because they appeal to our ego, which our ego says, well, if I'm not doing something big, bold, and beautiful, then I may as well not be doing it at all. Mm-hmm. What we do then is we say, no, we can do at least, this is the starting point. This is the at least I'm going to do it this much. And by recognizing that I can do at least this much and be consistent at it, that allows me to get to the points when I don't have the spilled black paint all over the carpet, the big puddles of it, or the broken arm, that I can you know, do at least that much. Mm -hmm. And that much allows me to continue to progress to who I want to be. And I think the other question that comes up is, well, but why push it? I mean, why, why look at that? I mean, aren't you being obsessive now about that? Aren't you looking at, isn't that a little bit more of a, you know, you're setting yourself up, um, I don't know, to fail, but, or you're obsessing over something that you shouldn't. And what I look at there is the obsession is not, it's, it's not a fruitless obsession. It's not an obsession where I'm doing something that's not valuable. I'm doing something that's very valuable. And I'm, and I'm obsessed about doing valuable things for my life. And they're small and simple enough that I can continue to do them. I think that's great. I mean, it's, I'm what not were you sure thinking I, about? I'm not sure how I feel about the word obsessed as much as, as I feel more being deliberate. Yeah. And, and, and consciously choosing to have that be... In my life, is that being obsessed? I think so. I mean, I, hmm. because obs- what obsession? I'm obsessed. That could, I think it has kind of a negative connotation to it. It's something we can continue on the next podcast potentially. Um, what were you What were you thinking about? I just streaking is different than being busy. It's being conscious. It's choosing the things that you're going to have be a part of your life. Yeah, absolutely. So let us know what you think. Uh, Give us an email at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com or Jamie at J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com. Also, you can follow us on any of the major social media sites at streakingmastery.com is how you look for us. Instagram, Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'd love for you to review the book. If you've had an opportunity to read the book, please go out to Amazon and review it. And uh, let us know what you think. And it, you don't have to write anything. You can just, you know, give it the number of stars you think it deserves. We would love the reviews, all but of them. But all the reviews count uh, until uh, we talk again. Uh, by way, <laughs> you're about to say I was it. about to say, You're about streaking. to say, yeah. But until we talk again, I was going to say for the next one, I want to talk just a little bit more about um, this whole idea of subtraction. We talked a little bit about it, but we're going to go into a little bit deeper. Anyway, until, until we talk time. again. Keep streaking. A better you.